Get all the news you need. 104.7 Triple M. Hello, Adelaide. No one knows Adelaide like these guys. Triple M Breakfast with Rude Dits and Laws. Overnight news. Hey, uh, I just mentioned before about summer. What are, we only have to wait until tomorrow. I mean, it's in the 30s today, but tomorrow, 39 degrees. Yes. Uh, so a scorcher on the way. Uh, drops away down to, we might have rain on Thursday as well <laughs> by the looks of uh, Bomb's forecast. So still up and down. They said yeah. December was one of the coolest summer we've had for 20 years or yeah. something. Yeah, no, it was definitely. But anyway, 39 tomorrow. Look yeah, forward to that. Mm. Hey, uh, there's been a bit of talk about Woolworths not stocking any Australia Day products and then Audi jumped on board. They're calling Woolies woke Woolies. Uh, Foodland uh, are definitely going to be stocking all the Australian Day The Mighty South Aussies. Exactly mm. right. So they're My saying, old well, haunt it's not our, uh, not our, um, uh, what's well, our decision that we're going to give uh, our customers the decision whether yeah. they want to celebrate Australia Day or not. So give yeah. them the gear to, yeah. to be able to uh, so buy you're if they forcing want it on them. You're just saying, if you walk down the aisle and you see it and you want to buy it, you can. And if you don't want to buy it, you don't. Very mm. annoying that we just do not, uh, doesn't work for us Australia Day anymore. Anyway, we'll talk about that another day, I suppose. Uh, when's that coming up? Friday? Yes. Short Australia week. Day Friday, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, read an article over the weekend that's probably not great for, for South Australians, but 80% of, uh, sorry, 6 out of 10 Australians are either overweight or obese. Yeah. They know they are but don't want to do anything about it, and it's going to reduce their life time. Uh, their life expectancy. Spe- yeah, life expectancy on earth. And South Australia is the worst state in Australia. Mm. We're the worst. Which annoyed me even more. Mm. Yep. So we eat bad food, we exercise little, we sit in front of screens, um, we know what we've got to do, but we don't do it. Yeah. So uh, That is the hardest I guess bit, we're going to get what we Deserve in the long run, unfortunately. Mm. But when you look at society, TV shows, radio, you know, whatever you look at online, the diets, we know, I mean, we are just bombarded with everything, aren't we? And it is actually the hardest thing in the world to do is to lose weight. Yeah. You know, we all talk about it. We want to do it. You come yeah. out of Christmas and you have New Year's resolutions. Everyone wants to do it. Mm. And as I said, you, you know, people join up to gyms and diets and all sorts of their own. They say million... that actually makes it worse, all the diet chat, because people do a diet. They crash off it. They gain more weight. Yeah. They have bad relationship with, with food because of yeah. the diet. They don't want to go on a diet because they, oh, you know, instead of just having a consistently healthy lifestyle, yeah. it's all about this sort of, yeah, get in there, shred, instead of just... Have a eat big less, yeah, eat yeah. less, exercise more. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, but they're the stats. We are the worst in Australia. Yeah. Australians right. in general are bad. That's not good. Um, something that pricked my ears about the tennis. So Taylor Fritch, Fritz, yeah, Fritz, American player. Yep, yep. So um, he he beat Sitsipas. Um, yes, I don't Very really good. understand the score. Seven six. Yes, yeah, right. In the fifth. Yeah, I don't really understand. Tiebreaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super tiebreaker? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Super tiebreaker. Good on you. Sport with Hamish and Loz. He's got a famous Instagram girlfriend. Her name's Morgan. Oh, yeah. Morgan Riddle. Oh, yeah. And she's been vlogging and, you know, she's made a name for herself as the, she's been vlogging her, video video blogging her experience as a tennis wag and she loves it and she's done very well for herself. But she made a ridiculous promise. My girlfriend thought I was too, uh, too confident going into the match. It's Morgan up there said, if Taylor wins again, I'm going to eat a jar of Vegemite on Instagram Live. That's a big jar. Are you going to 
join in or are you just going to watch? I'm, I won't be uh, partaking, but I'll make sure it happens. <laughs> don't do that, darling. No. Morgan, no. Uh, as an Australian... She doesn't know what she's taking you on. Don't, I actually think, it, I think it's dangerous. I think <laughs> yeah, you could yeah. get sodium poisoning. It's I don't think it would be possible. You can't do it. Nah. You physically can't. You, you couldn't eat one teaspoon, nah. I don't think. No, nah, I couldn't do it. Uh, no. I, listen, I love Vegemite. I like Bromite better. But it's too... Sorry, you in that ad, I don't drink beer anymore. Was that you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that ad all the time. Yeah. Made, yeah. <laughs> well, that's how I feel about Vegemite. But so, Morgan, Gee. don't do what it. What did you just whisper then? I like Bromite better. Oh. This is un-Australian. I know. Hard take, soft take. What? Forget it. This is the real Australia Day debate. Wow. <laughs> Pro might be Vegemite. Gee, you snuck that in. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck to her. And yes. uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll see it online at some stage. Yeah. yeah. So not only do I, you know, uh, take part in this breakfast show, you know, mm. I do a lot of other things. You carry the show too, yeah. don't you, dear? So anyway, um, a <laughs> few months ago, going back about six months ago, the head of sport out of uh, Melbourne, Ewan Giles, rang me and said, uh, we'd like you to be a part of the uh, Triple M cricket commentary. On the, on the oh, blower. Oh, hello. How good is this? Direct line? Yeah. So uh, I'm a part of the commentary team. Anyway, over the summer, I've been waiting and we're playing Pakistan and no mm. phone call. and Very testful for Christmas. Yeah, no phone call. Yeah. A couple of T20s one day. Phone Finally get a phone call. He said, I need you. I need you for the Adelaide oh. test. Well, I got that excited. I said, yeah. oh, you beauty. So I need you on day three okay. of right. the Adelaide test. <laughs> I went, okay, day three. Yeah. Hope it goes to the third day. You yeah. Know. Anyway, so I then get the roster through and he said, you're not on, you'll be in the third lot of commentators <laughs> on the third morning yep. of day three. So, of course, overnight, West Indies are six for. So Australia, in needs, second to, yeah, Australia needs to take four wickets to wrap up the test mm. on day three of the morning. So anyway, I get down there. I've done that much homework. I've mm. done so much. Did I research and mm. do as you would. You did the Wendy's tale. I did everything. Yeah. So anyway, um, I got down there and at 11 o'clock on Friday, this is how it unfolded. Welcome back to the Adelaide Oval. West Indies 9 for 120 in their second dig move. Hughes, Cal Ferguson, Chris Dittmar with you on Triple M. 12 seconds later. Bowling around the wicket. Oh, and the easiest stumping you'll ever see in your life. The West Indies are all out for 120. <laughs> but before we go any further, I just want to say, Ditz, what a great summer it's been. <laughs> Thank you. Having you in the, worn out. in the central I'm commentary been position. Fantastic. He's, been, he's been fantastic, he has hasn't he? has been outstanding. There you go, High praise oh, from man. Mercury. That's good. So I called three deliveries, um, and my summer was done. <laughs> and... I was deflated. You need a long way. I didn't get the chance. I had so much gold. You know, Loz, the West Indies, a sub-region of North America, yeah. surrounded by North Atlantic Ocean, Caribbean Sea, comprises 13 nations. You know, I had that, much, good stuff, I had that much to share, mm. and I just was cut it's off in my prime. So you actually did some research on a game of cricket. You've never done, never done any on footy. Oh, I know. It's a new, Why did it's you change? The new, it's the new me. So let me ask, if you only call... That one ball, yeah. was it? Yeah. Three, 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 three deliveries. Three, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, is the invoice still the same? Oh, you bet. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. So you fly to Brisbane this door. weekend for no, test? Not, no, that's the end of my summer. That was it. That was my summer right there. One over. Well, three deliveries. <laughs> Do you make any mistakes in those three deliveries? I probably did. I don't know. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, that's well a short done. career. That's yeah. Well it's done. like the, it's like when I started. Uh, I was on the wharf. I lasted yeah. one. I actually lasted a full day there though when I was sixteen on the wharf. So you beat your record. I for did shortest beat my record. What about your shake diet? 
Oh, yeah, actually, that was shortly. That got till 10 a.m. So you on day a one. shake diet. <laughs> yeah. Had a I shake came in one morning and said, right, I'm doing the man shake thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at 10 a.m. on the first day, I was starving hungry, and I said, you can shove this. He said, this this can't be right. Am I doing it wrong? Yeah. I was so, I've never been so hungry in my whole life. So. At 10 a.m.? Yeah. And what did you do? Yeah. I started eating. <laughs> very resilient bits. Yep. Very resilient. No, well go. done on the well done. summer of cricket. You call it Dits' summer of cricket. It's quality, not quantity. You <laughs> last as long as the West Indies. <laughs> Uh, our producer has walked into the studio. Jazz, what's going on? Good morning, team. Oh, I've just got a little tidbit for a Monday morning I thought would brighten your guys' day. Okay. Uh, right. We all know Loz is a rising radio star. Oh, no. <laughs> Best Award on air winner. talent last Award year. Award winner, yep. yeah, national. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. happening? Well, she's making waves. She's gone national. Mm-hmm. Right. I got a message uh, late last week from the producers of The Briefing Podcast, which is an amazing listener podcast. Oh, that's huge. Yep. And it is. It's big. It's national. It's one of our best performing. And they said, hey, we want Loz on our show. We want to do a profile piece mm. on Loz well, for The Briefing. That's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And I okay. thought, yeah, I thought, yep. Yeah. Makes sense completely. She's been in the weekend. She's I say some these. of the recent guests have been like Rebel Wilson yep. and, uh, you know, Danny Minogue's been on there. Danny Andy Minogue. Lee, George Lee, Ezra. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the sort of company that uh, mm, Loz wow. is keeping. Yeah. 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 Me and Danny. Yeah. 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 And they were keen. They were keen as mustard for Loz. So we teed it up and Loz was very happy to do it. And um, this is how the opener went. Okay. Uh, Helen, we're good to go. Okay. Lauren, thanks so much oh, for joining. Quick, it's Laura, just quickly. Oh, Laura. Oh, Laura. Oh, Laura. Yeah, sorry, everyone makes that mistake. It's, it's no. totally because they call me Loz. Oh, yeah. Which they forced me to do, but yeah. Um, everyone's so because like Loz is usually Lauren. So it, sorry, is. Yeah. it is. No, right. that's so fun. Trust it is me, true. every day of my life it happens every day, so you are not in the minority. Don't worry. Okay. Uh. Was that Jazz hosting for joining, that? Thanks for joining the weekend <laughs> briefing, Jazz Laura. Jazz gave the beforehand. <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> the first Jazz second of the that was, Oh, no. So we chatted for painful. a good three minutes before that, just yeah. off air, and yeah. had a good chat. So we were on good terms. Oh, yeah. And yeah. when she said that, I had to quickly just mm. quickly tell her. Just so that everyone else out there didn't yeah. make well, cause it just, Shut I her down very quickly. You, gotta, you have to, Dits. I've, I've had enough experience <laughs> in this. I've been living in this hell for the last seven years. And the second they call me Lauren, I have to tell them. Otherwise. Mm. You've made that now a, a staple that you if have it ever to. happens, you're going to. Because, and it's for their benefit, because if I allow them to think my name is Lauren and then they do it in front of someone else and then get corrected Oof. and they, they look at me like, you're a psychopath. How mm. dare you so let me call you? 30 years ago, I should have told everyone it was Ritchuta. Yes. Not yeah. Ritchuta. This is the yep. thing. Yeah. You've got to do it. You've got to get in early or, or change your name by Depol to Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and just get it done with. But yeah. Anyway, thanks How for that, How did it go Jared. after that? It was actually really good. Yeah. Right. Threw you two under the grumpy. bus who are the uh, Who are the hosts of the briefing? Antoinette Latouf. She right. she does that show. She's actually right. an award-winning journalist. So Is she? Yeah. Did you get her name right? I yeah. did, yeah. I was, call, I was calling her 20 by the end of it. 20. <laughs> what was she calling me? Lozzie. <laughs> Lozzie. Lozzie right. and 20. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Can I have that opener again, please, or not? <laughs> Well, you want to hear it one more time? Yeah. yeah, go for it. It's good fun. Okay. Uh, Helen, we're good to go. Okay. Lauren, thanks so much oh, for I joining. Just quick, it's Laura, just quickly. <laughs> oh, Laura, not Lauren. Yeah, Laura, yeah sorry. No, everyone sorry. makes that mistake. It's, it's, it's yeah. Shut totally it down. I'm so like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> forced me to do, but, yeah. Jared, you dirty dog. <laughs> You've right. thrown her at me. <laughs> oh. So, catch uh, Lauren. I'm listening now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, don't confuse people. So I was hanging out with a group of friends. Uh, it was probably about like 10 of us at this barbecue and a couple of us were in the lounge room and one of them was sitting on the couch. She'd kind of reached her social quota. She just needed to sit on her phone for a bit. So she was <laughs> no, sitting no. on the couch. 
a few hours of socialising. She just needed to. Anyway, she's cooked. She didn't have her phone on silent, right? And she, <laughs> I heard this noise coming from her phone. And I went, what is that noise? That is so familiar. I, I'm like, is it from a movie? I'm like, what are you, what are you watching? She's like, oh, I'm just playing a game, sorry. And she turned it down. I said, hang on, are you playing Angry Birds? <laughs> and she said, yes. And I said, in 2024, you're playing Angry Birds? This game is, I haven't thought about Angry Birds in about eight years. Like, it was huge about 10, 12 years ago. Angry Birds. Angry Birds. <laughs> Do you, did you ever play it, Diff? I can't say I did. No. It swept the world. There was an Angry Birds theme park that got built. That, that people were playing Angry Birds constantly. Kids were banned in schools. Angry Birds this, Angry Birds that. It was just a simple game. Like, you'd slingshot with your finger. You'd just slingshot a bird and it would... I missed it as well, dude, yeah. if it makes you feel better. Okay. Oh, I've just realised who I'm talking to. <laughs> right. Wow. What We're have I done? download Angry Birds. Right. Anyway, it's weird. It was a craze and she's let it go. It'd be but like... she's still going with it. She loves it. She's still playing. I don't know what level she's up to, 17,000. I don't know. She must have finished it twice by now. So how, explain the game again quickly. Oh, it's just... Too a, hard? It's, you've got to slingshot a bird and hit things over. It's very simple. It's, right. it's, it's a very simple game, but it gets progressively An harder. An updated Pac-Man or something? Yeah, sim- similar. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it'd be like if you walked into someone's house and they had their yo-yo out. Yeah. Remember Bring yo-yos? Back the yo-yo. Yeah. Oh, or, that's more, that's definitely more here it If you went to yeah. the park and someone was kicking yo-yo. a hacky sack around. A hacky sack. <laughs> yeah, hacky sack. sack. <laughs> what the hell is a hacky sack? Hacky sack. Little with sack. Little... Yeah, uh, soccer players are really good at it. Yeah. They balance it and yeah, little, flick it around. It's a little woven ball filled with like seed and stuff and you yeah. kick it around. Yeah. Right. Hacky sack. Mm. You don't remember that? No. What do, you if... do you remember click clacks? Click clacks. Yeah. What are click clacks? Now those things you held a little uh, tab and it had two balls <gasps> either side. Yeah. And you'd have to wave your hand up click and down. Clack. And if you got it wrong, they hit, the balls hit your hand and yeah. hurt like it. It really hurt. Yeah. I played click clacks yeah. in primary school. I don't think we yeah. called it that, but yeah. <laughs> um, if you went to the park and you saw someone planking, like planking, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Remember when yeah. people were planking everywhere? Yeah. One triple three five three. What's a cra- have you still kept up with a crazy? Are you still playing Tetris on your phone? Do you have like an old thing that you're sort of getting into still? Flossing, dabbing. The fact that I do Sudoku <laughs> and the, the crossword every day of my Sudoku, life. Sudoku, that is, is absolute. That still, that's, I think that you would have thought. I would have thought those things would be sort of fads and would drop off yeah. over time, but they haven't, have they? No, they haven't. I mean, some of them have. I mean, Angry Birds was weird. Wordle, you're still going with Wordle. Oh, nah, see, I've dropped off that. I did you've that for a while. dropped off Wordle. What are you still going? What's the craze that you just, you're still going with? Yeah. It? Talking about the crazes that you're still yeah. involved in after all these years. My friend was playing Angry Birds the other day. It's a, a game I haven't thought about in about 10 years. It was huge 10 years ago. But she's still going. I don't know what level she's up to. 70,000, I guess. But uh, <laughs> she's sticking with it. She loves it. Kids smacked the fidget spinners a few years ago, yeah. didn't they? And they are addictive if you start yeah. playing with them and that. The kids had it out again last week. That's School bringing holidays. your craze back. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Let's go to Loberthal. Jason, what uh, craze are you still going with? It's my work mate I used to work with. Uh, he's still doing Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go? You're kidding me. How far back no, is that, Jake? Like oh. a long time. Is he? Has he been committed to it this whole time? Oh, he clicks everything Pokemon, uh, everything, and uh, he... Uh, he you see him walking down the street trying to find the little Pokemons oh, and that. Man. Oh, that's unacceptable. All right, Dave, it's all for East. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to paint my mouth. No, no, yeah, yeah. No, we're going to Dave. 
Yeah. Yep, David yeah, Salisbury East, what's yours? Yeah, back in the seventies, mate, they brought Coca Cola brought out the old dingbat, which was, you know, like the yo yo craze. Yeah, and, you hit uh, a ball up against a bat on string, didn't you? Yeah, it was on a piece of elastic. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I get it out the grandkids, I'll say, Yeah, see how many times you can do it. Yeah. That keeps them occupied. Well done. Still rocking the dingbat from yeah. the seventies. <laughs> wow. I love it. That's been around forever. Let's yeah, head good. down to Victor. G'day, Kev. What uh, craze are you still going with? Well, I've just started. I've been playing for the last six months. The Ghosts and Goblins. There used to be a oh. game on the Atari, and they've just released it on the app, and I am obsessed with it. You're obsessed? Atari. Mm. Yeah, they used to have an Atari game called Ghosts and Goblins. It was back in the probably the late, early 80s. Yeah. Wow. They've just released it on the app, and now I'm, I'm obsessed. I was obsessed when I was a kid. And now it's gotten worse. All right. Well, sorry to interrupt you, Kevin. You better get back to it. Get back yeah. to it, mate. Get on to it. Where's uh, that? Playing Ghosts and Goblins yeah. again, kids. Uh, let's head out to Para Hills West. G'day, Sean. What crazy Morning, still crew. running How are we? Yeah, good, good Sean. That's good. Well, I can understand that previous call is uh, obsession with Atari because I've still got one. It was the original one I had of a, when I was a kid. I've still got a cathode ray TV to play it on. Oh, and I've got about 100 oh, games that we sit down every now and then. We pull the TV out, plug the thing in, and we have a really, really good night. What's, oh, wow. what's the best game? What's your favourite game to play? Oh, Frogger. Can you, yeah. can you just reel off a few games that are on the Atari? Just to oh, Frogger, Berserker, Air Sea Land Battle, Mighty Quacks. Mighty Quacks. I yeah, that one. it was a uh, it was a Donald Duck inspired uh, Atari game that was just ridiculous. <laughs> what was Berserker? Uh, you kind of ran around as like a little alien shooting other aliens in in a maze, basically. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, Sounds good. Sean's an expert. He was. <laughs> I don't remember what console it was on, but Prince of Persia was huge in our house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! It t- it even even my dad got into it. It was like it took us Great by game. storm. Um, ladies, unlocking the mysteries of the female mind. The women run the country. On Triple M Breakfast with Roo Ditz and Loz, it's the angels. Okay, Loz has got the girls in from around the office. Who have you got in this morning, Loz? We've got Em and Alessia. Good morning, ladies. Hi. Good morning. Um, now, someone in our office who shall remain nameless, because we don't want to humiliate him too much. Should we give everyone else a nudge? Why is he special? Well, because someone else is involved in this. It's not just him now. You'll understand what I'm saying. So he's hard launched his relationship Mm -hmm. on social media, which means he shared an Instagram story with the new girl in it. Her face is in it. She's tagged in it. It's clearly romantic. This is an official announcement. (laughs) I have a girlfriend. (laughs) That's what he's told the world. This is who she is. Is that why it sounded when he did it? Yeah. Yeah. The trumpets were heard all the way to the shores. Um, But there had been sort of like sneaky soft launches uh, throughout the week uh, that I saw. Some stories here and there that looked like a lady might be in the photo. Mm -hmm. And this is what... um, Announcements and declarations about relationships has come to. Does everyone do it like this? It's pretty much. Yeah, definitely. Everyone who's on social media. You start off with a soft launch if you're in a new relationship, which is like a restaurant soft launch, which is when you just get a few people in to see how it's going. That's where where it comes from. And you just maybe have like a picture of a table with a couple of drinks and then their hand might be in it but they're not tagged. It's just their hand. Or you're walking down the beach and you oh, take a photo yeah. and you can just see the back of their hoodie or something in it, but they're not tagged. So you're not, you're just testing the waters slightly. Who are you testing them with? Everything. Yeah. 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 Just because you want to put a photo up of what's going on, but you're not sure whether you're ready to commit to 
all the questions that come along with who's that? Who's that? Oh, you but guys But when together. you do a soft launch, aren't you? You're sucking in questions. You're getting questions. Yeah, but you don't have it. to answer them. You don't have to say anything. It's yes. almost. It, it's like I'm dating. But I'm not telling you who just yet. Just in case it all goes to poo. It's Definitely. New. And then so I don't want to have to explain. Why what tell them all So what if, heaven forbid, just walked into a, you know, a work show and go, this is my new bloke. G'day, mm. mate. How are you? And then a week later, what happened to Fred? Nah, it didn't work out. Okay, bad luck. Like, what's... Because it's a lot of energy to <laughs> yeah. bring. It's a lot of energy to introduce people and deal with that whole process. And then it doesn't work out. You've so got to that, do it all over again. So you then know. why even have the soft launch at all on yeah. social media? Why don't it's you just wait till it's a hard launch? You this can is, withdraw a soft launch. Yeah. Like you can take it away. Like yeah. you can just be oh, that was someone else. Yeah, but yeah, you, you if you don't do the soft launch, it's not there that you have to even worry about it. Because that, but then you're just going from nothing to oh, I'm in a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've always got to ease it in, like the early stages of seeing each other. Think at any stage, you? you're putting way too much effort and thought into this. Yes, it's How do you think people have met for centuries? <laughs> it's exhausting. I think it's also like if you have, if you are someone who gets a lot of people reach out to you. Say you were an influencer, and you know people are hitting you up or sliding mm. into your DMs all the time. For of course, mm. if you do a soft launch, they're like, okay, they're clearly already seeing someone. Mm. So it might make people back off a bit. It's like yeah. I'm seeing someone, so let, don't try and. What about so is that what on me you're at after the though? Well, is that why you're doing it? Sometimes it's sometimes. like a back but off then, a little bit. As yeah. a reverse, they're also like doing a soft launch. They might be talking to other guys at the same time, and they get jealous, and then they all come out the woodwork, and then she might test. I the have heard of. Mm-hmm. I have oh, heard of, oh, yes. and have seen, <laughs> and I've seen it. The fake soft launch where oh now the a, fake soft launch. a person will do a photo which looks like it has maybe a bloke in it that she's hanging out with but don't tag him so then it gets tongues wagging going who is that p- person in the picture with her is she seeing someone so they're trying to suck a few out yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. of the woodwork it's yeah. strategy have it you is, seen yeah. that Alessia oh. I have you're sneaky little girls aren't Rude. you yeah. are, we, are we in a high school yard at lunchtime at the moment or what uh. I have seen people go through as much effort as to have their best friend dress up in a hoodie and turn no. facing the other no. way in like a hug position. No. So it looks like they're, you know, hugging oh, their boyfriend. But really on. it's just their best friend you dressed well, up as a guy. May as well take a blow up double to the restaurant at That's that point. It. That is insane. It is. But the hard launch, I think personally, is important yeah. because mm. it's saying I have a partner. Yep. This is them. It's very clear. That's yeah. a grid post. Because if you've on, hard launch, people in the grid date post. through social media now. If you don't have a hard launch on your account, people will very well assume that you're single. Yes, absolutely. And that can lead to a bit of trouble. Yeah. Absolutely. And if a bloke doesn't hard launch you on your, and he's, then it's very suspicious. Oh, it is. He doesn't. He's he hasn't got on. any photos of you on his Instagram. Hmm, what's going on there? Mm, so this point. fella did do it last week. Yeah, he did. He's, yes. de- he's declared to the world the day before by work royal too. decree. He I actually off the asked market. him on Thursday whether she's seen the uh, quilt cover yet. Oh, oh don't. Because that gives away who he is. Oh, no. The person we're talking about might have a slight obsession with a certain football team and he may or may not have a cool cover and, with uh, their... I reckon that, I that clinched the deal. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll find that she barracks for the other side. No! Enemies to yeah. lovers. There's a well, showdown. Well, that won't last. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> It'll never last. Opposites attract. Triple M. I always wanted to be an archaeologist when I was growing up, so That's going amazing. over there and dusting. Oh, oh, don't what? laugh at that. Quite seriously, though. Don't. don't you dare laugh at that. I was an archaeologist. Shut up, you <laughs> kid. I would have been a great archaeologist. Put on your khaki pants.
and get out your rock hammers. Archaeologists have dug up a 5,000-year-old pub in Iraq. It's time for Archaeology News with Loz. <laughs> oh, Loz. Strap in. I'm going to rock your world. Righto. Um, what have you dug up did, here? Did you go to Pompeii, the site of the volcanic eruption when you I were haven't. in Italy? No, I haven't. Oh, no. I don't know if we... Did or not, I think we might have bypassed it. It might have bypassed it. it. It's a pretty fascinating place. It was Mount Vesuvius erupted 79 AD, killed everyone in the in the city of Pompeii. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of those people are still frozen in their positions because mm. yeah. the molten lava was so quick. It just they're they're still in their kitchens. There's a guy in bed having a good time. There's one. Is that right? Yeah. Joking. No, so people are still as there's a guy as they were. Yeah, exactly as they were. It's a very haunting place to visit, but. Apparently, there's like curses attached to these kinds of sites in that you're not allowed to take anything from them, no rocks, nothing as a souvenir because you'll be haunted by right. some sort of spirit. Mm. Anyway, so an um, archaeologist who's been working in Pompeii got a, a package sent to him. It was from someone who'd visited the site and it had some rubble in it. Right. And they said, I'm so sorry, I didn't know about the curse. Mm. Um, I've recently been diagnosed with cancer and I'm very young and the doctor said, um, it was breast cancer, so unlikely her, at her age. She said, they said it was just bad luck. And she thought, oh, my God, I took some rocks from Pompeii. I've mm. got to send oh. them back. Mm. So he put it put, put the rocks back for her and sort of posted a thing on saying there is no actual, cur- you know, there's no known curse, but some people do believe in that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. And it, t- it reminded me of, have you ever heard about King Tut's curse, the King Tutankhamun's tomb? No. no. So in 1922 or 23, I think, uh, 22, um, they excavated King Tut's tomb, and it was the. It is still pretty much the greatest archaeological find in the history of modern people. People like you get excited by. Oh my god, it is! I've watched that many documentaries <laughs> about yep, it. Yep. But it was perfectly preserved. Mm. This tomb, thousands of years old, and perfectly preserved. Mm. And what happened was, everyone who was associated with it started to die. Within a couple of years, oh. seven people who'd been working on it really? had so died. This one's a real curse. Well, oh. they, the other one. they can't. It's 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 a phenomenon. Even if it's not a curse, it's pretty weird. The guy who bankrolled it died of a mosquito bite. Yeah. What if we're talking about it? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. I've got to throw some salt over the shoulder. Okay. I've right. done the crucifix. <laughs> Our Father who art in heaven. All that stuff. But yes, yeah, seven people had died within two years. So mm. these things, people, I don't know whether they mean anything, but people do get the heebie-jeebies yeah. around yeah. these sort right. of ancient sites. Where do you so, find out this stuff? Just from paying attention, just, you know, keeping my nose to the ground, mm-hmm. dusting said ground. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On Triple M Breakfast with Rue Ditz and Loz. Did you learn something? What did we learn? What did we learn? Oh, we're in the guts of summer. We haven't had a hot summer yet, but we've got one uh, day coming up tomorrow. And what do you associate with summer in Australia? Um, Going to the beach, yeah. barbecue. Yeah, what happens around barbecues? You uh, leave your food out. Bullshit. I don't oh, know. wasps. Flies. Flies. Right. right, flies, and they land on your food. And yeah. This is a germaphobe. Yeah. yeah. Just wanted to fill you in on a little bit of action. Oh, no. Right. Do I want to hear actually, this? Well, <laughs> oh. it's probably important that you know. <laughs> right. Because you, you're probably picturing something bad going on. Okay. All right. So flies can't chew. Mm. They don't land on your food and go, you know, nibble yeah. into, your, uh, into your meat. What they do is actually puke up a special type of saliva on nice. top of your food. Right. Uh, and because they can't eat. And what that does is actually 
um, breaks up the food, digests uh, uh, the food, and then they come back and suck it up like a smoothie. Okay, well. All right. So right. they don't Ruse, sit. ruined Christmas. Yeah. So Ruse if you see a fly dits yeah. on top of your food. Right. He's vomiting. He's vomiting up. Is. Yeah. And putting digestive enzymes on it. Oh, so nice. It eats it away. Yeah. And then it comes up and goes. Okay. Good thought, eh? That's so upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where, what have you been reading, Ruth? I just read up about things. Like Loz reads about archaeology. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I read about flies. Thanks so. for that. For everyone having a barbie tonight and tomorrow. Yeah. Now, uh, what have Get you learned, Loz? Yeah, disgusting. What have you learned, Loz? Um, I've learned something. I was wrong about something. So I had a friend who last year said that her mental health improved drastically by writing a gratitude journal, mm. which is every morning you start and you write down five things that you're grateful for in yeah. your life. Yep. And I just went, okay. Yeah. Wanker. And I just thought it was oh, the most oh. ridiculous thing I'd ever yeah. heard. Yeah. I thought, you want to just be grateful. Just think, why do you have to sit down and write it? Anyway, this year I decided to give it a go. Oh. Because mm. I wanted to be more positive and be more, um, have more gratitude for the things that are good. Like we're so spoiled over here. We've got an amazing life. So I started doing it. Have you ran out of things already? Oh, it's actually quite hard sometimes to think of a few things. Yeah. You end up writing the same thing, but it works. Have we made it? Uh, I've written you guys in a general sense. Really? Very grateful for general my job. Sense. Well, I'm grateful for my job and working with people that I love. <laughs> so we I've didn't actually that. get a mention. Right. You just have your job. So our no, names no. weren't actually on this, but just general. I, the people, I said, thank you for the people I work with. And uh, so you're I'll too write broad. your name. Right. Actually thank to... you for Rue. Mm. Thank you for That's Dits. Right. There you go. Thank That's you for Hamish. Was that, was that hard to do or not? Yeah. So anyway, I just want to say it's irritating. It's irritating how much it works. All right, so it's been a good positive My experience. My mood has increased oh, nice. massively. Oh, that's a good and story. And I see the world in a more sort of, oh, the sun's shining. Everything's yeah. so lucky that I have legs that work and things yeah. like that, you know. Okay. So you've got five things every day yep. so far this year. Yep. Whew. Yeah. Sometimes you sort of repeat them a little bit, but yeah, you've got you to gotta try and be creative enough to come up with some new things. Anything that you've just, when you're thinking about it, you discovered that surprised you that you're grateful for? Um... What? Uh, or they're just all straightforward things. They're pretty straightforward. I said I was grateful for having neighbours who weren't psychos because I've lived in some weird <laughs> neighbourhoods. Right. That was one that was... was That's like, a good one. I've, I've got nice neighbours, actually. Yeah. I'm grateful for my non-psycho neighbours. So That's put good. that on the list. Things That's like good that, mate. have good neighbours. Are they though, saying the same thing? No, their lists are very different. <laughs> <laughs> they send them to the police. <laughs> yeah. What did you now learn, my, Dits? Look, mine's a bit boring, but uh, hopefully interesting. <laughs> um, I had to do a weekend at... Uh, not had to. I went to a barbecue charity thing at uh, Solitaire on the weekend on yeah. Saturday and uh, Little Heroes are there, Chris McDermott. But talking to the Solitaire people, we, we buy more electric cars in South Australia than any other state. Really? We're leading the charge. because yeah, their power's so bloody expensive, probably. No, but... Um, and I actually, that, that's the other way <laughs> the That makes you know, it worse. No, yeah. but do you know one reason why? I didn't... I, I, this was explained to me. If you live in Sydney, yeah. the great percentage of houses don't have garaging. You've got to park out on the street. So if you buy an electric car, they're saying, well, where am I going to charge it at night? So you've got to plug it into a tree or something. Right. So, so we here in South Australia are buying more electric cars than any other state. So we're leading the way. Well, there you go. And then that debate will rage, won't it? Have we got the infrastructure and can we yeah. you know, sustain it and all that? But yeah. at the moment, yeah, we're number one. So I just oh, thought I'd share that with you. Yeah. future is now, I say. Good yeah. work, Dits. Bloody hard being a parent, uh, being a dad and trying to do the right thing and trying to guide your kids in the right direction 
um, not being a hypocrite at the same time. I took the, my few of my boys who wanted to get out of the house yesterday down to the Holden Car Show down at Wigley Reserve at Glenelg yesterday. <laughs> How good. We all love the old Holdens. <laughs> And uh, amazing turnout. It was chock-a-block down there of cars, and we're cruising along through, uh, having a look at all the old Holdens, the Commodores and the Kingswoods and, the, you know, all the uh, Monaros and the Utes and all sorts of great cars from way back, nearly, you know, 80, 100 years ago, right through to the... Any Geminis there? Didn't quite find a Gemini. We had there. a Gemini. Yeah. yeah, we did too. I yeah. love the little Geminis. Yeah, no, they had all the EHs and HJs and HQs and everything. Anyway, I'm talking. Nick loves his cars and loves uh, driving anything with a motor. And um, anyway, I'm, he likes Land Cruisers as well. The older Land Cruisers, mm. a bit slow ones with ballbars and everything, because you can go camping and off roading yeah, and all that. They're stuff. so cool. I'm trying to steer him into that thing, and you can get a great one of those for. You know, eight, ten grand, and you know, is it the H? They'll go or? anywhere. You know, they you know, they do a million kilometres in yeah. them. And They're cool that looking, sort of, and they actually go up in of... value, which is a strange oh, yeah. car, like a good old Land Cruiser like that. Um, because we we're looking through, we we're looking at the, the the Holdens down there, and the HJ uh, Premiers and the HQs, and then uh, GTS Monaros and uh, Utes and everything. And I, I was just thinking, what as I was talking to Nick. I'd owned all of these cars and all five of them were all V8s mm. and I'm trying to convince Nick not to get a, a V8. V8 yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I'm being a hypocrite or not, but what are you meant to do in this situation? Did you've had kids. Yeah, that's a, uh, it is a conundrum which all of us have faced many, many times. Mm. I find it hard if one of my boys looks at me and says, but you did it. Mm. I yeah. find I do find it hard to go. Well, yeah, but you shouldn't because <laughs> you think because you're right. It's hypocritical. But but then what's the point of you learning any lessons from those mistakes if you're yeah. just going to let your kids do the same thing? You know. So yeah. sometimes you go, yeah, I did it, and it, it was scary, and I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. So, so had, I went I've through had, it, so you don't have to. I've had five V8s, but you just drive an old slow Land Cruiser mm. worth eight grand. Yeah, for your first car. Not not a bad. But d- when you grew up. Was the, the there were less people on the roads? It wasn't as you know. It's a different time. Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what have you decided then? What, well, I haven't had. To, he's only fifteen, so I don't yeah. have to decide anything. But I just check. I was just listening to myself yesterday, yeah. going. Oh, trust me. You're a hypocrite. If I ever have children <laughs> and they Google me or find out and listen to a break of this show, I'm in serious shit. That's right. Seriously. Uh, anyway, good day down at the Holden Car Show. Quiz it away, quiz it away, quiz it away now. (laughs) On Triple M Breakfast, it's the Anthony Kiedis Quiz. Well, there's been a big announcement about uh, the autobiography of Anthony Kiedis will be Mm. made into a movie. Yeah, that's right. Cool scar tissue. Yeah, Mm -hmm. looking forward to that. And Loz has told us always, Ruiz, that she is just an absolute, it's like mastermind. She's an expert. I was obsessed with him as a Specialist topic, Anthony Kiedis and the book. I was, you know what I mean, like back in the day. So it's all in the the deep cellar. Back out now. No, I'm just saying. it's not. I'm not sitting around at home now doing doodles of him and things like that. But you did in high school. I did. I was so upsettingly in love with him. Right. So they've done yeah. Queen, haven't they? They made a movie about him. Elton John. Queen, Elton John, uh, Elvis. Uh, mm-hmm. There's been a few good ones. Jim Morrison, Yeah, The Doors, the doors yeah. 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 Yep. So you're going to quiz me, are you? Yeah, we are. The Keaties right. quiz. The Keaties quiz. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Seven All right. questions. All right, let's go, yeah. All right, do you want to go first, Ruth? I can do I'm that. I'm nervous. Bits. Oh, my God. What have I done? What high school 
Did Anthony Kiedis and Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist Flea Meter. Fairfax High. Mm, very good. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Wonder was. Mm-hmm. Uh, what name were the Red Hot Chili Peppers originally known as? Oh, there's a few. Oh, no. oh, oh, hang yeah. on. Come on, cocky. Um, actually, I don't know the official answer. I'd say original means there was one name, the original name. The yeah. very first. Uh, oh, God. Actually, it's a mouthful. It's not Chili Willy and the Red Hot Peppers, is no. it? No, I don't know it. If I say Tony. Oh, uh, Tony, Flo and the something-somethings. <laughs> Miraculously Majestic Masters yes. of Mayhem. Yes, that's right. you right. got Tony, good. Flo. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. How did Anthony break his back as a youngster? Mm, he jumped off of a, a multi-story building. He was trying to get into a pool, trying to jump into a pool, but he, his legs hit the, the edge of the pool mm. and he broke his spine. Very good. Correct. Mm. Well done. Two from three. Okay. Uh, Keita's first true passion and himself shared a nude photo in the Scar Tissue autobiography. Who was it with? Ioni Sky. Very good. Nice. Good Who's Ioni Sky? She is an actress. She was in that movie Say Anything with John Cusack where he holds up the boombox. Okay. And Peter Gabriel's playing. Also, her dad is Donovan. Really? The Gosh. hurdy-gurdy guy. Yep. Wow, flower power. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. One of uh, Anthony's nicknames is Swan or Swanster. Mm-hmm. What was that? Didn't, I think it's because they had a song where he was called Antoine the Swan. Yes. Yeah. More info. More info. What do you mean? And it was. It was actually about his sexual prowess. Oh. And he okay. nicknamed himself Antoine the Swan. But you're right. right. He did. He did write about it. Yes. Yeah, well, one. obviously the, there was an origin to that, but yeah, that we can't talk about on air. But yes. Why did Anthony <laughs> call fronting for the Rolling Stones a shite job? Fronting for the... Oh, he said that it was like performing to all these geriatric people who couldn't stand up and they were completely, like, not interested in them. They didn't care that it was them. Also, I think someone in their band was allergic to (laughs) something that the Stones used. There was, like, an allergy to an elephant or something. I don't know. (laughs) Your first answer was kind of like conservative, wealthy group. No one is rocking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Does Anthony Kiedis have any acting credits? Yes, he does. He was in a Sylvester Stallone movie called Fist in the 70s. He played Sylvester's son. Um, In the 70s? Yeah, that was one of them. Uh, He was in um, Point Break. Yes. Yes. As a a guy who was one of the people in the fight against Keanu. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think what else he's done. But those two are the ones that stick out to me. Also, his dad was an actor. And um, his dad was, uh, he was in a fight in the movie um, Lethal Weapon. Okay. It's written here that he was in The Chase. Okay, The Chase. Mm. He was in Point Break. He was in Point Break, you were right. Laws, well, very, very good. Uh, I didn't get. I didn't no, get you the, did uh, well. No, that's good first, enough. Second one. I'm, I'm looking forward to the one. movie though. Yeah, it'll be good. Oh, right. It'll be an absolute cracker. One hundred four point seven Triple M. Stay cool with an Auto Masters aircon service. Call one three hundred Auto Masters. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Your rumor file's been on the money a few times. Premier says every morning at seven forty a.m. Hear what's happening in Adelaide first. The rumour mill. Uh, Rue, you got a quick one on the Auto Masters text line? Yeah, 0488 if you want to get involved. Uh, this text is pretty uh, short, but it says later in the year, June, I think, no new homes will be built with gas hot water services. Hmm? 
shortage of gas that they're talking about yeah. in Australia. That they were, it'll be, I guess, electric. Mm. Mm. Yeah, which I've read, read a bit about. They're talking about even banning it in hospitality venues in Victoria and all sorts of stuff. And um, people say you need to cook with gas. Yeah. I've heard that expression mm. before. Mm. So oh, yeah. My gas be. stovetop is my favourite thing about the house. Yeah, well, maybe mm. not in the future if you're going to mm. uh, okay. reduce the amount of gas. All right. That's a big story if it happens. Now, we've got an anonymous caller on the line, 13353. Good morning, anonymous. What is your rumour? Good morning, team. Well, my rumour is that I'm going to have to find another haunt on weekends due to the closure eminent of Bunnings at Marion later on this year. Bunnings at Marion. Now, this is uh, it's out the back of the big shopping centre, yeah. isn't it? Where is Bunnings at Marion? I think it's near a KFC, if my memory's right. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So why, why would Bunnings be closing down? I think because the uh, I think it's the other store on the South Road and the airport store yeah are uh, bigger stores they are yeah okay and, and I think just common sense you know in the provisions that um, that we're living in these days all right so there's a big one near the, at Mile End yeah yep that's right and there's and a big local. one on the one on South uh, Melrose Park is, is it? massive that's mm. huge yeah. yep and then you've got the one at the airport yep. yeah. Which yeah, so, so there's quite a Modbury, few in that area, isn't there, really? One near Tea Tree Plaza, too, that's enormous. Yeah, yeah. they're just great stores. So yeah, all right. That's my rumour, folks. Good on you. Well, you're in the char- you're in the running for $1,000, thanks to Auto Masters. We'll look out for that. So he's just saying there's two big ones around yeah, in the same the area. They yeah. don't need the one at Marion. Yeah, and that probably makes sense if it's true. I went to it recently, the one at Marion, and I just remember thinking how because it's it's still massive, but just compared to the other ones, yeah, it's like this is like a little it's like a baby little one, shack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, little hole in the wall, sort <laughs> right of right before you shop. went to KFC. Yeah, mm. it, well, no, I just saw. Yeah, I did okay. go to KFC. <laughs> Don't lie to us. Like. No, no, I'm not lying. I went. Yeah, you tried. I you thought zinger. about it, and then zinger. you just conceded. Yeah, no, I decided against it. That's good. La Trattoria, the official venue of Triple M's Italian Extravaganza. I wanna come with rule on a saucy day. It's a special sauce made the family way. It's a not so bad. It's a nicer day. I get sauce on your face. To book a table, head to latrattoria.com.au. Oh, something the Ricciuto family does annually. Uh, you make a heap of pasta sauce, Ruth. That's right, we do. <laughs> you make a heap of pasta Get through sauce the year, and uh, we're doing it again this Friday. Yeah. This time we're heading up the Wakery. Last year we did it at my house. This year we're doing it on the riverbank up at Wakery on Australia Day. Now, so. we've all been to this before. You went last year, Loz. Uh, the whole family gets involved, Ruth. How, how many bottles do you normally make? Uh, probably 100, 120. That yeah, usually nice. gets most people through the year. Uh, so, yeah, you all make right. a whole lot. So what we're doing, we're going to give our listeners the chance to win a limited edition bottle of Rue's homemade pasta sauce. Can you believe it? We've made a special label. It's going to be a collector's item. It's got Rue's face on it. Money can't buy. Money can't buy. No, you're absolutely right. Plus, we're going to have lunch at La Trattoria as well for those people that win. That's right. But if you win one of these bottles, you'll come along and have lunch with us at La Trattoria as well. Uh, And what you've got to do is listen out. Here's a Triple M's nonna who's going to give you the name of a song that you need to listen out for. In Italian, this is Triple M's next secret sauce song. You ready? Ciao, I'm the Triple M nonna. Today's song is Autostrade per l'inferno. 
Okay, figure okay. it out. And when you hear it, call one triple three five three and win Mark Rusciuto's extremely limited edition homemade pasta sauce. It's a special sauce. Sure is. I love her. All right. I love her so Simple as that. When you hear the song played today, ring 13353, you will be coming along to lunch with us. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. Rue's Sauce Day. It's happening this Friday and uh, you can get involved and win yourself a jar of sauce just by listening and uh, calling in 13353. It's Rue, Dits and Loz. Triple M. Uh, 8.53, Rue, Dits and Loz here on this Monday morning. You've got a text message, Rue? Yeah, we love people getting involved on the Automasters text line 0488 whenever you want. Hi, guys. Just been listening to the Angels talking about social media relationship launches. Yeah. Seriously, I must be really old because this all sounds like a waste of time and I'm shaking my head thinking... Is this real people find important? Uh, this is from grumpy old lady Megan. She's 47. She said, if you do a grumpy old woman segment, maybe I'll be the first caller. <laughs> not a bad <laughs> idea. Well, you're 47. You're not old. No. No, uh, give me a few years and I can just do, do that segment on my own, really, can't I? Yeah. Um, hey, uh, this Friday, Australia Day or holiday, whatever you want to call it, everyone out there has got their opinion on that. But mm-hmm. uh, we're heading up to the river to the Ratchuto uh, property, yep, and we're going to make pasta sauce route. Yeah, exactly right. We're looking forward to it. It's a great day, a lot of fun, a bit messy, lots of tomato juice going everywhere. You've got uh, the whole Triple M team coming. Yeah, yeah. everyone's jumping on board. Cheap labour. Well, we're giving away thirty or forty bottles to our Triple M family, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, collector's item. It'll be the Ratchuto family pasta That's sauce. That's right. And if you get one of these bottles of sauce, you'll be invited along to lunch with us at La Trattoria as well. In Italian, this is Triple M's next secret sauce song. You ready? Ciao, I'm the Triple M nonna. Today's song is... Autostrade per l'inferno. Okay, figure it out. And when you hear it, call 13353 and win Mark Rusciuto's extremely limited edition homemade pasta sauce. It's a special sauce. Sure All right. Triple M. There you go. Nonna's giving you the song in Italian. When you hear it throughout the day, you've got to ring in one triple three five three. The music underneath it yeah, might have been there. The, that's it. Oh. Listen to the music. Oh. Yeah. That's a big, big clue. Yeah. So, is that it for today? That is. That All is. Right. All right. Catch you tomorrow.